Welcome back to the Reigning Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal. And this is Carmen. And we are back. Yes, guys. So today we have what I would feel is a serious topic, if you will. Maybe some of you can say this is you or someone you know. Who knows? Yeah, (laughs) I think so. I think so. So, Carmen, are you going to read... Yes, so as you know, here on the Reigning Opinions Podcast, we love to talk about relationships, child. Mm-hmm. Go and check out our Patreon so you can watch our Married at First Sight recaps. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I ran across this post um, and it says, signs you're a shock absorber in relationships. And, you know, they have a couple little bullet points here and... I think it pertains, and I think that I have definitely been a shock absorber, mm. and it, it's making me feel some type of way now that somebody's put a word on it. You know what I'm saying? Right. But true. Let me run through the small list, and then me and Crystal will do what we do. Mm-hmm. So, number one, you feel responsible for keeping harmony between those around you, mm-hmm. and these aren't just intimate relationships. I think this pertains to friendships, professional relationships, I think just relationships in general. Right. Mm -hmm. Number two, you find yourself justifying others' behavior to blunt the impact of what's happened. Mm. Number three, you take on more responsibility because of others' stress levels or incompetence. Mm. Number four, you often feel resentful, overburdened, or anxious in your relationships. Mm. And number five, you'd be embarrassed if anyone knew the bad behavior you put up with to avoid conflict. And number six, I'm triggered. Girl, (laughs) let me tell you how triggered I am. Like, I can't, I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I'm like, when I read this comment, like, we have to talk about this because I'm me. I'm a shock absorber. <laughs> yes. Come on. Uh, Napa Auto Parts, help us because we, I, hey, I think that all of us at some point in our lives become shock absorbers. Yeah. Right. And I think that this is a conversation that I hope is being had because, you know, mental health is like the cool thing these mm-hmm. days. Shout out to my therapist because she's been bringing up some shit in me as of late. Mm. Um, I hope that this, that this is a conversation that's being had for a lot mm-hmm. of people because it is. I'm I'm five out of five on this list. Girl, um, yeah, yeah. I could probably write I'm, number six through ten. So, um <laughs> That's that's how that's how deep it is. Cause listen, I I, I think this is important, and um, I'm gonna start off by saying, a lot of people uh, do not understand this is what they're going through. One because they have normalized it for so long. Mm. Um, two because something else you might have to work out in therapy is that your um, upbringing made this very very 
culpable for you, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. So a lot of us have so much chaos and craziness in our upbringing. Like Carmen loves to say, we can't function without chaos. We need chaos to function. This is our chaos of choice. We we love to balance people and absorb the shock. Listen, I I agree 100%. I think this, I think your upbringing Mm -hmm. is where all of this manifests Mm -hmm. first. Yep. And I think um, for me, because I can only speak for myself, I guess we can start with number one. You feel responsible for keeping harmony between those around you. Listen, I don't like all that confusion. I can't. Mm -hmm. So I will help facilitate getting this shit over with and and, Mm -hmm. and making sure that everyone is on one accord because my mental can't handle it. Right. But I'm saying my mental can't handle it, but my mental is like exhausted by it at the same time because it keeps happening. Can't we just get along? Can't we just get along? The person who is screaming this at the top of their lungs is the person that's catching the brunt of all of this. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And is the harmony worth it? That is the question. Oh, is the The short lived harmony? Is the harmony worth you? Is the question. Is the harmony worth you? Because these are the type of things that we don't take in consideration that is, you know, taken away from our health, taken away Mm -hmm. from our sensibility, taken away from us having fun, taken away from us enjoying life. These are the things that sit up in the back of our heads and take up space. And we're trying to figure out why we can't be happy. And it's because we have been shock absorbers because we Mm. are responsible for everybody's harmony. God damn it. And that's fucked up. Golly. Like, okay. So I'm going to do an exercise today. <laughs> okay. I am releasing the need to be responsible for the harmony of others. Hey. And I'm just going to say that for 30 days. <laughs> Come on. Until it feels real. Okay. Because I was lying just now. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to keep saying it until it feels real. And when I guess things get tight or I feel like something is falling out of balance, I'm just going to let it, right? Be like one of them little cats on the shelf knocking off the glass because I'm just going to let it, right? Because it's not my responsibility anymore. It's not. (sighs) I'm only responsible for my harmony and my peace. Mm -hmm. I agree. And if you benefit and and you'll benefit from that quite as it's kept. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Anywho. I'm okay. Upset. What's no, the I'm next not. bullet? Because I mean, I think we need to break them all down. <laughs> I think we need to break Listen. them all down. Number two, you find yourself justifying others' behavior to blunt the impact of what's happened. I think <sighs> that this has been happening because, like, like I say, like you know, mental health is really a thing. Now mm-hmm. everybody feels like they can psychoanalyze everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. Now we're giving people passes they don't deserve. Right. For Carmen. Uh for Carmen well you know he had a well you know she had to well you know they went through nah 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 because when you know better you do better that's true we got too many resources out here for you to still be operating in that dysfunction you know what I'm saying I know I know you want to cleave to it because it's comfortable and it's what you used to but that not for Carmen yeah so I'm going to say for me it looks like I see it looking like 
um, not wanting people to break down in front of me. So I'm going to say, it's okay. That's understandable. You know, things like that happen. You know, you don't Mm. have to, uh, you know, beat yourself up about it. Right. So I think going forward. So I don't feel like I'm justifying others behavior to blunt the impact of what happened. I'm going to say you fucked up. (laughs) Yeah. That feel like a lie. And um, it, no, but it's nothing wrong with that though. And I it know. don't have to be you fucked up, but it could be like, this is why this can't happen again. Right. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. This you is don't how have to... you've overstepped with Crystal. Right. And it can't happen again. Right. But I think for me, for it to be like a cold contrast to what I would usually do, I'd have to say, you fucked up. Right. Because yeah. I think then it'll impact that. harder. You understand? I'll punch him in the gut. Right. Yeah. So I think that's why I would add that. But yeah, no, it's it's not giving them any comfort in that wrongdoing. It's saying, you know, he, this is where we are and it, it doesn't feel good, does it? You know, not rubbing it in, but just helping them understand that this is a bad thing that happened and not yeah. making them comfortable in it. Like what. Um, the police officers did for Amber Geiger when they showed up at the scene. Like, girl, mm. you screwed up. You in trouble now, right? They didn't tell her that. You know, they was just like, ooh, right. maybe we can work through this. Maybe we can, this makes sense somewhere, right? No. Listen, no. and that's why she had the, the all of the caucasity to um think she was getting that fucking appeal. Right, bitch. Um, oh. Oh, wow. Sorry. I took it there. My fault. <laughs> See, I'm gonna have to blunt. I just had to blunt that. <laughs> All right, it's real though, y'all. This is we are all going through it. Like, can we be real for a moment and and be honest with ourselves and help ourselves understand that we all do this? We all do. Like, maybe you know, shock absorber is just happens to be a cute term for it, and we don't know how to identify it. But like, as we talk through it, I can't help but realize, yeah, I do this all day. But Crystal. Crystal, I think it's the perfect term because let's think about our vehicles, right? Mm-hmm. And let's think about how we up and down the road and how the ride for us is smooth. Mm-hmm. But our shocks are taking hell, especially yeah. on these Dallas roads. <gasps> I think the shock observer uh, absorber is the perfect term because mm. nobody else feels the bumps, because the shock take it, it yeah. all. I've dang. absorbed it dang. all. Dang, dang, dang. I think the only way and to you be on this comfort ride, you feel me? Ugh. This air ride in your bends. You know what I'm saying? The roads feeling like butter, knowing damn well somebody fell in a pothole yesterday. <laughs> God damn it. A whole key of soul was gone. <laughs> fell in that bitch the other day. Listen, and we just went straight over it. You feel listen me? Listen to me. That is so real. That is so real. I remember last year as we were closing, we were talking about, you know, um, overlooking the check light engine button you know like we were hey. ignoring it and here we are with a new car term and 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 we we gotta we gotta replace our uh, shock absorbers because we can't be it no more you know come on auto zone sponsor us <laughs> um. <laughs> you hear me all right what's what's the what's the next one because oh god this is man good. here we go you take on more responsibility because of others stress levels and incompetence I find myself doing that 100,000% yes, of the time. Yes, yes, yes. Not, yes. not because my family is incompetent because everybody sh- sharp as a tack. 
but they so scattered mm-hmm. if that makes sense you know what i'm saying it's hard for folks to focus so mm-hmm. i i most often find my time my myself being the fucking project manager mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you need to be here at this time you need my did you go to the doctor appointment? Ma, did you follow up with the cardiologist? Girl. Jay, can you do this? Jacob, did you do that? I ain't talking. You know, like, yeah, I take it on because, it and again, maybe done. that's my middle. It, need, it needs to get done. And then maybe that's also my middle child syndrome rearing its ugly head mm-hmm. again because I've, behind the scenes, always just keeping it together, holding it together, keeping it moving. That shit is exhausting. It's mentally exhausting because mm-hmm. not only do you have to keep it on the rails, now I've also got to manage personalities. Yeah. I can talk to my mama this way, Absolutely. but I can't talk to my sister the same way. I got to talk to my sister this way because uh, I don't want to offend nobody. And then when I'm talking to my right. brother, I got to talk to him. Jeez. Listen. It's deep. It's listen. Deep. I feel you. I feel you on so many levels. I think um, this is layered. Um, I mm-hmm. feel like... Um, a lot of taking on more responsibilities happens because a lot of us won't release our spot as far as being needed. Cause a part of us likes it. Like a part of being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? An enabler is because mm-hmm. now you're the, you're the go-to guy. Right. So if you're fulfilling the Am need, I a masochist? Huh? <laughs> what you say? Am I a glutton for punishment? Listen, so I think there there is a reality that we have to figure out there too, because that can be that. That's the reason that is is because you are okay with being it. But like once you've decided that all of you are capable, you just have to you know actually plan it and figure it out better to work through it and make it happen. You can then you know bag up and let them fix it themselves, right? Yeah. Um, I do I do see myself doing this from time to time, but for me it looks like it looks like me not just being up outright and honest and saying, um, you're not doing your best. You're not trying hard enough. Mm. You know, sometimes you don't want to insult people because you, you feel like that would feel like an assault insult, but it's just the truth sometimes. Like you playing and you love them. And you yeah, you playing right now, but you you know what makes most sense. You know how to get this done. You knew what it took to finish, you just wouldn't sacrifice what you wanted to do over what it, what you needed to do, right? So I think it's just being honest. So you don't have to take it on, right? So that's how I feel about that Listen. one. I think I've done a little work in that area, but I, I still fall victim because I don't be wanting to, you know, cut them where it hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think this one, the next one, is actually the byproduct of taking on more responsibility Mm -hmm. you often feel resentful overburdened or anxious in your relationships Mm. Mm. that's a byproduct yeah it definitely is a byproduct because you're not being honest and i I was telling somebody the other day that you know while women don't get rewards for this it's what we owe our relationship like, you know, men, you know, they're all strong and they get, they get, you know, points for being strong and telling everybody like it is and keeping, you know, being 100 and making it clear and plain. Right. But when women have to be honest, we don't get rewarded. Mm. We're made to feel. not our place. Yeah. We're ma- it's not our place. We're made to feel masculine. We're made to feel like we are aggressive. We're made to feel like. Right bitches if right you're black at least if you're a black woman at least 
dang right but see that's that we 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 feel when we don't want to hold that role because it doesn't feel good because we don't get points from it we we get points taken away actually so you do you do bite your tongue a lot you do like overlook things and you it does take a toll on you because you know the truth you see the truth you live with it (laughs) you know (laughs) Listen. listen for real and so it's it's really tough and oh my god like whoever did this whoever created this kudos to y'all y'all changing lives y'all hey, are changing you did the work shout lives. out to Iyala. um let's see the last one mm-hmm. um you'd be embarrassed if anyone knew how how bad behavior you'd be embarrassed if anyone knew the Oof. bad behavior put you put up with to avoid conflict Oof. And Oof. this one, baby, Oof. this one, Oof. this one, I mean, all of them strike a chord, but mm-hmm. this one specifically, especially when it pertained to my marriage. Mm. It, now, listen, I let no one know what was going on, but my mom knew because I'm her child. And she was right. like, you ain't had to tell me shit. I already knew it was up. Right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? Uh-huh. But what I portrayed to the world mm-hmm. versus what was going on in my home. Right. Some of that shit. And Crystal, you know a piece of it. If you, and also if you're a Patreon, you know some of my triggers. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> like, bro, like if, if especially the person that I am now, mm-hmm. if you knew the type of shit, bro, bro, bro. But then just like the stuff that, Cause we all get glimpses of our close friends life and, you know, family members that we mm-hmm. may be closer to than others. We get glimpses of the fuckery. Mm-hmm. Right? right. And you'll be like, what in the hell? Did you ever see that show? Um, the good wife. Uh, I saw a movie. I don't know if I saw the show. It was a show called the good wife. Really good show. If you just want something to, you know, put on while you, you know, doing housework. It's a really good show. And it was basically about this, uh, this guy, he was the attorney general for the state of Illinois, Mm -hmm. uh, came out that he was having an affair. Mm -hmm. And as the good wife, Mm. she was out holding her man's hand in front of, you know, these cameras, you know, they were living separately but didn't get divorced because it wouldn't look good for him politically once he got out Mm -hmm. of prison and her going back to work and all of these different things and I'm like he embarrassed her Mm. but she felt it was her duty as his wife to put on the good face and be the good wife Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying And how many of us, despite what another person or a situation or job, like the shit that we deal with, that we we try to keep on the low, Mm -hmm. you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That we try to keep on the low more so for that person's benefit than our own. You better preach. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You better preach. No, that's a real thing. And I think, I think there's different levels of it in like most married couples, right? Because there, there, there is this society standard where you do not, you know, speak negatively about your spouse, right? Hey. And so therefore that means no matter what's happening, whether it's, you know, 
awful or you know just mild and you just don't like it you don't just oh this 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 like that's just not acceptable you know you it's frowned upon it's frowned upon and so a lot of that stuff you do you you take and you you grin and you bear it and you move on and you try to find you know something to you know help you get through the day but it's like i told you you you, points are taking away from you when you are honest about your relationship look at jada my god look at jada now what if she's just being honest what if she's just being honest listen look let me tell you something about jada pinkett smith now we're talking we're talking about it now crystal because i really ain't want to talk about this shit okay look i'm not so obtuse to not think that jada and will don't have these conversations before she has them at least i hope she's got enough respect for that man Mm -hmm. to, to, to pull him to the side and be like i'm about to you know speak my truth hopefully you're cool with it Mm -hmm. i doubt that's happening Mm. i really do but i also feel like that's their truth right yes Yes. i feel like she's wild disrespectful to him but Mm. that's carmen i think that if tupac had not passed she would not be pulling this fuckery not to afini shakur son But that's just Carmen, because I've always thought that Will was a cuckold, but that's Carmen. Jesus. Okay? Oh, Jesus. Um. <laughs> but I just, listen, listen, I do not, I just do, neither one of them, because Will is so goddamn pretentious at this point, and he's trying to convince the world as much as himself that he's so fucking enlightened and past this shit. Well, if y'all are just here for convenience, why y'all putting on anyway? Okay, and that's my question, right? Because I, cause I don't, I don't, I do not buy the product of Will being this innocent bystander that's just trying to make this, um, no, this horrible weird woman happy, right? I don't buy that. I refuse. Weird fucking O. Okay, okay. I do not buy that. I don't. But what I am gathering is there are some issues and because they will not release each other, it just spirals out of control, right? Listen, perfect words, perfect words. And because they're spiraling, they're spiraling because they won't let go. It is clear you are not hers. She is not yours. Right. Uh-huh. It is clear y'all do not belong together, but y'all are forcing this at this point. And so here is what we get instead. We hear of all this madness, of all these things that Jada does not like and what she has to do instead. And and we hear it and we were repulsed by it because it's making him look bad. But the truth of the matter is this is their truth. And okay. this is what they've accepted. This is their reality. This is what they support. Because they refuse to separate. They refuse to go the other way. They will. Tr- they refuse to try something different. This is their She's reality. She's a thundercat. That's what the fuck she is, okay? This An is their reality. thundercat. <laughs> Listen to me. And with all of that, I'm saying, like, think about this. If it was the other way around, would we be so harsh? If if Will were doing this type of shit to Jada? Yes. Would we be so harsh? Yeah, I think we'd be harsher. If it was the man doing this to the woman? Out here spilling the beans and the tea? I don't know, yeah. man. I don't know. Because like if, if, so. if Will was this weird, it was the weirdo that was had an insatiable need of whatever. And um and and 
and Will was talking about the things that he does to protect himself or to make himself happy, understanding they have somewhat of an open relationship and they are accepting of it. Would we be so harsh to Will? Because I feel like Jada takes the extra drag in the mud because she's a woman. And okay, okay. You know what? You're right. I'm getting I'm getting the two I'm I'm flip flopping. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly. My brain instantaneously went back to the whole entanglement situation. Oh, oh, okay. Cause remember, I was saying back then that had Will played some type of healer role mm-hmm. role with some woman and turned around and smashed her, he'd be strung up. You right. feel me? Absolutely. But Absolutely. Jada got passes for being a predator because that's what the fuck she right. was. Right. So women get predator passes. Woman. Women get predator right. passes. Men don't. But when it comes to a marriage setup, and yeah. and and in their case, it's an open marriage. And weird is the weirdo that has an insatiable need. And and it and it was um, uh, Jada. Jada coming uh doing it or whatever and Jada was coming out to say well Jada doesn't come out Will was coming out to speak about how Jada was doing him we we yeah. it would be different we would we would not be mad at Will yeah. we would understand solely oh Will you gotta do what you gotta do I think but J- J- had Jada not been doing Jada things for as long as she has mm-hmm. I, th- I think the response would be different but but she's kind of no one Jada has fallen into the same type of issue that Lizzo has fallen in and follow me here. No one's paying attention to Lizzo's music because of the antics, right? Mm. No one's paying attention to this career, this robust career that Jada Pinkett fucking Smith has had because now all we think about are these goddamn shenanigans. Mm, mm, mm. Madam has been putting out not the best content, but she ain't (laughs) been out here like she's been consistently working up until she just didn't want to no more because she didn't have to. But all of that is being overshadowed because now Red Table Talk started out as something really great for the culture. And I really did like it in right. the beginning. But now it has just devolved to um, media management. It, it's devolved to people coming here to to cop please to get their story out to get the softballs right because jada and them my friend they ain't gonna you see what i'm saying like it's just fuckery now yeah 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 so it's it's a place for her and her friends to come and chat jada and get paid to celebrity shock absorber listen but she, but she is not doing a great job at it. No, no, no. Okay. No. Because then she shared She's her just own not. dirt. And then it's like, oh, well, what your chakras over? Is it Will? Listen. Will, listen. And Will. again, I would hope that before she gets to talking so candidly that she's at least run it by her man damn you would wish you would hope but i don't mean like you say we can't assume that they're not we can't assume that will this is not publicity because will is writing a book that's about to be released that's going to make millions and millions and millions and millions, and millions of billions if not billions of dollars because they know what the hell it are, is are doing. you gonna buy are you going to audible the will smith biography <sighs> i don't know i'm not answers sure. right now um if you know what if it's on audible <laughs> If it's on Audible, I'll pay my monthly fee and listen, mm, as I usually do to most things. 
Man, fuck Will Smith. Fuck but, Jada but, Pinkett but, Smith. But again, but listen, look at this. Me. Look at the publicity that they are getting as of late. And think about what, what is being made. Hey, they are making make money. Your money. They know what the they're doing. The only people making money right now is their kids. Because they asses ain't. I mean, well, Jada making it for her Facebook show. But but listen, whatever. Will about to make some money off this book. You don't think he about to make some money? He up there with Oprah. Oprah is saying this is the best autobiography. Or whatever, whichever one it falls they under. They paid Oprah Winfrey to say that. Okay, but they are about to be paid back in full because hey, people are about yeah, to go out and buy this book. And I'm saying all of this is just how you spin a story and get and get attention and how you sell. They have mastered the marketing of salaciousness. Shout out to them. Crystal, let's get back on the topic because I hate talking about the motherfuckers. Okay, right. Shock um. absorbers. <laughs> But okay, okay. While we're talking about shock absorbers, right? And we we uh-huh. went to the topic of you know Jada and Will, you know, doing whatever it takes for marketing. How do you feel about Joe Budden? Joe Budden, bisexual Joe Budden. Yes. Does that feel like I a marketing no... move? I think that Joe Budden has. I think Joe Budden is just doing whatever he can to keep ratings up because he's a marketing for whatever reason has, you know, hurt different deals and severed certain relationships. I think that I'm sure he's got diehard fans who are not going to go anywhere, but I think more people hate listen than like actively listen to his content. Um, Do I believe that Joseph is bisexual? I don't know. That's none of my business. Right. But hopefully he's not abusing the people that he's with like he has in the past. All things allegedly. considered. That is the biggest that is the biggest factor and takeaway. Like he's not abusing anyone. But we didn't know we didn't know this about him all this time. So why now? Right? And so that's my only question, which hey. makes me feel like it's a marketing scandal or whatnot, just to get more attention. And that's unfortunate. But to get back to shock absorbers, um, there was no shock to absorb on that because we could see what it is from a mile away. Um, and we avoided it. Anyway, <clears throat> back on topic. Have you, can you speak to um, being a shock absorber in your professional relationships? Um, yeah, absolutely. I feel like... Um, at work or whatnot, you you understand your role and other roles around you, right? And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, you are being asked of things that doesn't necessarily fall within your role, you know? And instead of, you know, asking questions and making sure it's understood who does this or whatever, you go ahead and do it because you know how, right? And... It's fine once or one time, two times, right? But like once it's a constant thing, you do get frustrated. But because you've already made the mistake of doing it, now you just look like you're complaining, right? Mm. So I feel like that's what it looks like for me at work, um, like taking on more responsibility um, because either somebody doesn't know who does it or the person who does it has already been asked and they've already said, no, they couldn't, right? And so instead of like getting to the bottom of it, you just do what you're asked, so yeah yeah it's it's that weird situation and I, I think it's unfortunate because you 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 end up sitting on that uh frustration you end up just dealing with it and you get no points either way you get no points for doing it you get no points for speaking on it and figuring out who does it like there is no winning there right um hey. also you know just like 
people not holding up their end of the bargain at work, right? They have all these expectations of you and they can take you to task on anyone when they get ready. But when it comes time for them to fulfill their needs and they don't, you really have no power to hold them accountable, especially if they're like a supervisor or a lead of some sort. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, I think we've all been, um, shock absorbers at work. I know I certainly have, you know, yeah, lazy ass teammate. You just yeah. grit and bear it and just pull it away to the team and still, you know, feel obligated to say this really was a team effort, you know, <laughs> like fuck them. And then, you know, crappy management, the tantrums mm-hmm. and the way that they talk to you and talk about you. Yeah. But then when it comes down to evaluations, you're like, oh, Bob is fantastic. I really feel like, you know, he really has the best intentions for the team. And, you know, he's so collab all this bullshit that we spit out. It's like, which is which is I think is a contributing factor to, you know, the great resignation that's going on. People's shocks is fucking worn out and they're like, fuck this, fuck that. And fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're not doing this anymore. And like, and it's, it's really unfortunate that, you know, it has to come to this because you know, like, where are they going? Things are just getting more expensive. You know, like, what are they going to do? Like, what is the plan? Downsize and find some peace. Listen, these little, Jesus. you know, and this is a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But, you know, certain shit didn't become cool till hippie white kids started doing it because you used to get talked the fuck about if somebody knew that you lived in a trailer park when I was a kid and now everybody living out their fucking cars for fun. Um, <sighs> you know, but I think that's what people are doing. They're like, it's not worth it. I'm no longer buying into this rat race. Fuck well, this I mean, job. Fuck this long, apartment. How long before the trailer parks become overly expensive? I don't, I mean, they, they may, but then you have people. So you have the trailer parks, but then you have like these van life folks, bitch. I'm just going where the road. Take me as long as I got Wi-Fi, I can still work. That's but guess true. what? It's going to be work on my terms. It's going to be 100% remote. As long as I meet my deadlines, bitch, don't say nothing to me. I think that's where a lot of people are. And I think that's where some companies are evolving with the times because everybody can't just be out here living out their car. If somebody's job wasn't allowing them to do it, to be flexible that, in that, that way. That's very, very true. Cause I'm looking you see at, what I'm saying? you know, jobs are just going to figure something out because at the end of the day, I ain't going back at the end of the day, back, there might be, there might be reasons to have like some office space, but as as much as they probably had over the past, they could be saving boatloads of cash, not paying hey. rent. So, period. And I mean, we talked about the corporate real estate before, but like as soon as they're out of those contracts, I can see them saying, well, you know what? We paid it for this long, but now y'all can go home if y'all like it there. You know? I have a friend that works at one of the larger um, firms downtown mm-hmm. here in Dallas. And she told me that they pay 480 $5,000 a month in office space rental. And that is money that could be going into the salaries. 
the salaries, the beef up your IT so people can work from the house. Like, and it's a law firm, so they never gonna get rid of their offices. But I you mean, because you need them, downsize. But listen, like, but you need them. But you know what? Everybody don't need an office. You can turn. You everybody can, don't need you an can office. Turn, everybody don't need an office, and you can turn one of them floors into fifty eleven conference rooms. So when people do need, hey. to, <laughs> if if you need a conference room and you all y'all need the team need to meet once a month or whatever, you have them. You have plenty of them. That's what y'all can do with this space instead if there's a trial that would make too much sense if that if there's like a a, a a trial prep room that we need space to do creative room to do that, that. would make too much sense crystal that I, would make way too listen, much sense you know what too practical <sighs> if I you know how law firms spend on frivolous shit come on now you're right you're not lying <laughs> I, I can't argue with you there I, I benefit from a frivolous law firm um, hey we all have <laughs> we all have but when it comes to my peace uh-huh. and the fact that my shock absorber now needs replacing from all of the bullshit of this toxic work environment Either let me work from home or I'm going to hit you with this two weeks and then you can figure out somebody else to come in here to underpay and abuse. And that's just that. Uh, and I and I understand and I feel you wholeheartedly. Um, like at this point in the game, like I enjoy um, the separation I get from my house. Right. I don't think yeah. I would enjoy working from home. Like I would rather work for my house so you know what I'm saying like not work from home but work from my house like I'd rather take care of my house from at home I don't want to be pulled away from work or I'd rather not need to work opposed to just work from home full-time I actually need to be in a work environment to produce my best now I can function and function quite well at home but I prefer to be there I you know I think it's just the way it's been fixed in my brain it makes more sense I hate I can I can respect that like I know I know a lot of people who prefer the separation Mm -hmm. but for me bitch i ain't leaving (laughs) you pay for my technology like for real like like some of y'all know like my job is based out of denver Mm -hmm. bitch i ain't ever going back to the office ever and and i feel that like a part of me truly (laughs) understand i respect it but i would want something like this to like give me give me like um a product quota right like how many of the same thing do i need to do per day right and then if i could finish that in two hours i am done for the day like i don't want to be obligated i don't want to be obligated to a certain time period right and i think that's going to be harder to find because i know how my mind works like if i need to produce 20 of these for the day then i'm going to take the time it takes to produce 20 of these and i'm out and then leave me the fuck alone for the I day. It. And as long as you're getting what you need, as long as everything is where it needs to be and what Get it needs to look like, phone. we don't have to talk. We don't have to communicate. You're hey. pleased. I'm pleased. Right. And, and, and I get my pay. Right. And, and, and In that's what I would world. want because I feel like if I'm at home and yeah, you, you get deliveries, you get, you get solicitors, <laughs> you know, you get whatever you get while you are at home and you, you, you have to respond to that because you in your house kids playing outside whatever the case is you get that because you're in your house and it's just like something of being in a work environment you have less of that to worry about but then you have co-workers at work and let me tell you something when you when you have experienced a life without co-workers 2021 has been such a challenging thing because you have to welcome back co-workers Mm. That's more awful than having to go into the office. If I could go into the office with nobody, that'd be perfect. But I gotta talk to people too. Good Fuck God. God. 
you you gotta you gotta be available to talk to them when they decide to take a break. Not not realizing that you might have just got your focus where you needed it, right? But here they come and interrupt you. It's a real thing. Lord, people like people. I have my headphones on. You know, I don't want to hear whispers. Um, and so when. People, yeah, deaf don't whisper around Christmas. Yeah, I Do be not. I be tuned in to my work, got my music playing, so I don't hear none of y'all around me. And next thing I know, somebody tapping on my my little glass, or somebody is just standing over me and scared the hell out of me because <laughs> they just need me. And I'm just like, how rude! Listen, I have become too accustomed to not having to wear pants. I ain't fucking going back. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add to the conversation, Crystal? Listen, if you got nothing else, the healing was in the first 15, 20 minutes of this episode. Absolutely. The rest of it was just fun. And um, there is that, guys. Thank you for listening. I am done. If you have not already subscribed to our Patreon, you better. Hey. Um, and uh, that's all I got. Bye-bye. You have just listened to the Raining Opinions podcast with your hosts Carmen and Crystal. Be sure to visit our social media pages to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you love the Raining Opinions podcast, we love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. The Raining Opinions podcast can also be found on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Raining Opinions podcast would love to let your opinion rain. If you would like to respond to anything from today's episode call or text our opinion line at 972-729-9381. See you at the next episode.